You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show. Welcome, everybody, to Ring Post Radio, the only show um, where uh, one of the uh, co-hosts uh, joins us at 929. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, it's how I do. It's how I do. Listen, listen, listen. I have an excuse. You want to hear my excuse? Okay. Yeah. So last night, it's like, you know, three o'clock. Not a great choice of time to go to bed, but I digress. I mean, uh, one would argue that's not even last night. One would argue that that's it's super this morning, early. sure. And and World Tag League's final starts. So I say, oh, you know what? I'll just throw it on in the background. That way, I don't have to watch it later. Mm-hmm. And is this the match? The, is this the beginning of the show, or is this just? No, the it is the World Tag League final. The show started wicked early, so I was like, all right, you know, twenty minutes go by. By the time I fall asleep, it'll be great. I'll have already watched it. This match went forty minutes people 40 minutes just so that they could say yeah let's do this again at wrestle kingdom with half the time at least unbelievable unbelievable i was like why am i even watching this what is is the point of this and and what you know around like the 20 minute mark of the match i was like oh you know what this was a pretty good match and then it went 20 more minutes unbelievable well other than that Doing great. Good Welcome boy. to the show, everybody. I'm your host, Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is Scotty Edwards. If you wanted a quick, you know, we have a jam-packed show. I know last week we talked about last week's show being jam-packed. This show is actually jam-packed. And guess what we can check off our list? World Tag League final review. Oh, that's off. You are welcome. We are we're flying through, flying through. If anyone's uh, wondering, the better World Tag League final was in all Japan. You're welcome. Yes, I've heard a lot great, shorter too. I've heard great ma- things about that match. I saw um, speaking about the World Tag League final, and then they're they're just kind of doing a rematch for you know, and presumably unifying the strong title yeah. um, with the uh, rest of the tag titles. Um, yeah, I saw. Yeah, uh, I saw. I want to say it was like the Super J Cast Twitter account. They tweeted out how most of the card um, is just rematches from this year. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. oh. Ooh, New Japan. <laughs> oh, no. But, you know, we'll talk about Wrestle Kingdom, I guess, later. But still, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, right it's, there. Um, it's not great, but uh, 
No. <laughs> well, I was thinking about last night. You know, we're gonna talk a little bit of wrestling right now, folks. You're welcome, everyone. Early preview. No, just talking about two matches. So I'm watching. I'm watching Brian Danielson. Right. The, you know, as I've proclaimed multiple times this week, no one's better on the planet Earth than Brian Danielson right now at the whole professional wrestling thing. He, right. He's, he's pretty good. He, he's the best. He's better than everyone, including Mr. Osprey. Right now, oh my God, would take him over anyone. And I was saying how, you know, if Danielson's able to get to Okada, and of course, that's a big if at this point. I think I think we could all agree, right? This man's having two matches a week, and he's not he's not only having two matches a week, he's trying in every match this. So it's like there's no slowing him down. So there's no, re- there's no reason really to book him on Ring of Honor, but guess what? He's working Ring of Honor now. Exactly, which and that match is probably going to be incredible. So it's like, man, Brian Danielson in the Tokyo Dome is going to be an incredible lead-in to a Naito Wrestle Kingdom main event. If you just don't look at the entire rest of the card and you just look at the last two matches, man, it's going to be cool. You know, it's going to be very cool. I know everyone's, like, kind of down on the Sonata-Naito thing, but, guys, like, Naito's Naito's an otherworldly um, in these big matches, so, like, I'm just excited for that. And I just had to share that because, uh, uh, yeah, that was that was those are the thoughts that were going through my head yesterday, and that's my Wrestle Kingdom um, digest. You're welcome. Perfect. That's well, two rants before our first topic. We haven't even gotten to the first topic. I mean, we're how many, five minutes in. We're already ranting. I mean, that's. Uh, thank you. I was gonna say, what other podcast does that? I was like, every all of them. Every podcast, <laughs> every podcast that has two white males uh, always opens with a rant. Um, that that's my Ryan Nancy guarantee. Um, well, speaking of two white males, we have a big show for us to get to. Speaking of two white males. Jeez. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I lost it. Where'd it go? We got there. Yeah. It didn't play. <laughs> I, I heard it. You heard it? I didn't hear it. What the fuck? I didn't hear it at all. Oh, well. You know how I say that? Go fuck yourself. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, the show is off to something today. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Thank you for joining us for Ring Post Radio. Um, like we said, we have a big show to get to. If you have any comments throughout the show, um, we got a little, you know, thing ticker going across the screen. If you're watching us live, of course, um, you can leave a ch- chat on YouTube. If you're not watching us live, I'll just assume you watch the World Tag League final, which is fair. Which is for you. Won't live. I gotta get my Yoshihashi in. Um, Some multiple people up watching it. And I was I stunned. Just, hey, it's a raucous event. Um, uh, yeah, so put a comment in the YouTube chat if you have any thoughts about anything we're talking about as we're speaking. Uh, conversely, you can also uh, leave us a voicemail, 2525-RING-PR. We would listen to those on the next episode. Uh, that actually brings up a, 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 a bit I was going to do through the episode. Um, uh, maybe we'll do the bit. Should we do the bit? I think we have time for the bit. I don't know what it means, so yeah, go nuts. <laughs> we even discuss this bit. Um, it, not we really. Like, really discussed, but I showed up two minutes early. You you showed up at nine twenty eight. It was literally like, all right, let's go. Uh, we listened to Swerve's music and Danielson's music, and then we started the show, um, which is totally fine. This is how we do things. We're professionals over here. Um, but what I was going to say is that I wanted to do a little bit that was a sort of a mailbag segment. 
uh, and sort of because uh, we get comments on the YouTube clips that we upload. Oh, and I yeah. wanted to sort of go through uh, as sort of like kind of like, you know, if we had voicemails at 25, 25 ring PR, um, then, you know, people could uh, we'll, you, we would play those voicemails now sort of as a mailbag reaction to the last week's episode. Um, and so I sort of have that a little bit with uh, um, the these uh, round of comments from our latest episode. We'd like to know any of the comments from our latest episode, Scotty. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Um, Connor at Connor Hurston, two, six, one, three said, yeah, time to move Starlight Kid and Azame up. They both should at least get the white belt title matches next year. Uh, You're welcome. Starlight Starlight Kid returns from injury. Yeah. I mean, do you agree with that? Do you think we talk about how Azame should have very least? I have been pleading for these things. It's time to move people up the car. In stardom, so yes, yes, I do agree. I think that was my whole, sh- uh, my whole thing last week with Azumi. Um, but yeah, you can add Starlight Kid into that combo as well. Connor Hurston also goes on says he wonders if Rossi would go to Seria New and work out a deal for her to stay with Stardom full time for a few more months. That way, she could win the white belt at Dream Queendom and lose it at the Spring Show in March or April, whenever that is. It depends when uh, Sukeban comes around again. You're telling me that Sukibot has more leverage over stardom? Um, I have no idea how much they pay, but it's a contract she signed to, so you know Ooh. contracts you have to deal with. Um at Bobby Batito. Uh list of challengers that I'd like to see wrestle Julia for the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. Here we go. We got he wrote ten person ten people, ten women here. Okay. Ready? All right. Let me hear uh, it. Stephanie Vaquer. Yeah. Trisha Dora. Sure. That's Lady, happening. Lady Frost. Sure. Mercedes Martinez. Sure. I feel like that could have been fun like five years ago. Um, Julia, <laughs> was not the, Julia was not this good five years ago. So uh, no. I'll say five years ago, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Masha Slamovich. Yeah, sure. Mia Yamashita. Never going to happen. Never gonna happen, but sure, that'd be fine. Uh, Maki Ito, same thing. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen, but sure. Emi Sakura. Mm, I mean, that could happen. Could could happen. Uh, Janai Kai. Julia uh, MLW one shot maybe. Uh, sure. Me sure, watch sure, sure. Uh, oh my God, I kind of shoot is a cleat. Sorry. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just, late. I. I, 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 uh, my brain is fried. Um, this is yeah. the warm up. This is the warm up before we get to the show. That's what the whole idea of this mailbag segment is warming into it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling warm, feeling toasty. Feeling toasty. Feeling, well, let's I'm get into the up. show. Let's get into the show then. We got a bunch of stuff to talk to. <laughs> 11 what? minutes in. Let's get into the show, baby. Here we yeah, go. Why not? Why not? Um, <gasps> Here we go. <sighs> uh, we have a bunch of free agent conversation to have, uh, starting off with the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, not Scotty Edwards, the man of the legends, uh, Kazuchika Okada from New Japan. Uh, uh, free agent. If anyone would like to sign me to a lucrative contract? Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey, uh, Stardom, you need the English commentary. What are we doing? Um, uh, Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada is. We talked about him a little bit last week. Is so. he good? Question mark. Yeah, that's the question. Uh, we talked a little but- bit about last week about, or was it last week, two weeks ago? Whenever like it was like WWE was like interested in him. 
well, uh, we have, and, and, and then following that up with, uh, oh, his contract's up at whatever, at the end of January. Uh, in the Observer this past week, because uh, Dave, not Dave Meltzer, uh, was it Dave Meltzer? No, Sports Illustrated reported. My apologies. Sports Illustrated reported that Kazuchika Okada's contract expires at the end of January, and he is, quote, said to be seriously entertaining the idea of signing of a promotion other than New Japan. Of course, I want to say later in the week, not not just maybe that day, but later in the week, he then goes to work uh, TNA's upcoming television taping uh, in the new year. Still would be in January, so still would uh, be part of the New Japan contract. But the idea of, you know, hey, you know, maybe TNA is in running for Kazuchika Okada. Maybe AEW, maybe WWE. Um, What do you think? Do you think this is all smoke and that he's just going to end up and trying to leverage a better contract for New Japan so he can stay in a, a home side for him? Or do you think... There is fire to the smoke and that there's a good chance that Kazuchika Okada is leaving New Japan at the end of January, along with Will Ospreay. I think like 95% of it is smoke. The 5% is WWE telling Sports Illustrated that his contract's up at the end of the month or someone, someone that isn't a New Japan official or something like that. Like to me, one, I don't think Kazuchika Okada is leaving because as Dave Meltzer has stated many times over the past week um a top guy in japan like the top guy the tippity top guy of japanese professional wrestling doesn't leave it's just not something that happens and while we are in a different age i think you know uh many people like to allude to the yen being down and uh the popularity of wwe and AEW up you know the AEW is obviously like overall they're still up um I just don't see how anything makes sense with Okada leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe he'll do more dates, but it's just not going to happen. His his wife is more famous than him. She's an actress that works for Bushiroad. The and she's not going to move to America, you know, to to do this and sure if, if he were to sign with AEW, maybe they'd let him live in japan but how how possible is that really he's not going to be involved in anything then we see how kota abushi's handled he's around once a month you want okada to be signed to a contract to be around once a month if that no thank you um he also has a like child i don't know if people remember that he has a kid that you know he wants to probably take care of while in japan so yeah no i just don't see it happening uh, I know people say, like, well, he's done everything in New Japan, blah, 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 blah. They need him. They need him to put over the young, the younger new generation. They need him to keep leading them. Uh, they they just need Okada. Like, I, I, I'll say this. They will let everyone in that company leave before they let Okada leave. They will do everything in their power to get him. He's got sponsorship deals with all these companies in Japan. He's got a big contract, probably the biggest in wrestling over in Japan. He, I just don't see him going anywhere. He's just too valuable to everything that is wrestling in Japan. Yeah, I think you're I, – I, I pretty much agree. I think this idea of Kazushiko kind of leaving it would – I think, like, if I was – uh, uh, Captain New Japan, 
you know, and I, I have my shield, my mask on. Um, I would be sitting there thinking to myself, holy shit, we can't have Osprey and Okada leave. We just had no. Jay White leave earlier this year or, you know, earlier or mid, yeah. you know, 2023 or whatever. We, we can't lose another tough guy. We can't lose three no. top guys in a year's span. Uh, that just simply cannot happen. Um, so, you know, you have to stop the bleeding on that. And, and you're right. I, you know, I think Okada, you know, I, if I wanted to be devil's advocate, maybe he does the, the sort of idea of, oh, maybe like Osprey, he's got a kid. He wants to go to WWE and make more money. And it's like, yeah, that might be true, but also I don't would see him needing to make more money. I think no, he has I, plenty of money. That's the but thing. you also brought up the great point of he has probably, we can pr- probably safely assume the highest money contract in all of Japanese wrestling today. Right. I mean, yeah. that is and no one else has given him that sponsorship for that nasty ass burger that he has. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. That That's what I was thinking. That uh, might be the most important one. <laughs> but yeah, no, no one, you know, he has the most money. Could he make more money in WWE? I mean, I have no idea what his contract is, but maybe I don't know. I mean, uh, usually. Yeah, so <laughs> this is how WWE works, but I, I think at the end of the day, it's just you know he's. If I recall correctly, last time his contract was up, it was conversations of maybe him hopping over to WWE yeah. or not. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's mostly smoke, as you say. And, and Meltzer even said like the reason this is being talked about because one, well, it, it just feels more possible than before, but that doesn't mean it's happening. It just means he might actually take a little more consideration because he's a little bit older and things like that. I, I can't see a world where new Japan goes forward without Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, it would be a, I mean, literally, like we said, three top guys leaving in a year, the three top guys, league. including the guy. Yeah. Demonstrably the most important person, company. yeah. With with good. Naito's knees giving out and Tanahashi <laughs> obviously old, like mm-hmm. this this is can't happen, and I don't think it will. And I think they are going to do everything in their power to keep him. Listen, I'm giving him a po- position of power at this point to make sure he doesn't leave mm-hmm. if needed. It's just mm-hmm. it's just how you got to do it. Yeah, easy peasy. Uh, more free agency conversation. Uh, not necessarily a free agent yet, but there is, uh, uh, according to Andrade, and I guess also Dave Meltzer, uh, is believed his AE, uh, AEW contract is up, quote, relatively soon. Um, <clears throat> Dave Meltzer said this on Wrestling Observer Radio, quote, his deal is coming up relatively soon unless it's extended or something because of time off or injuries or whatever. But he thinks that his deal is up pretty soon. And so... Uh, he wanted to go back in case he ends up going to WWE, basically saying go back to CMLL. He's not made a decision what he's doing next. He's not signed a new deal, but if he does go to WWE, he knows he can't go back to Arena Mexico. Uh, this sort of then follows up with you know the con- confirmation that Andrade is working CMLL uh, next Friday, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not waiting, uh, brother. Eat your heart out, Rampage. Um, eat your heart out, final battle, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, so he's working next Friday um, against a, a trios tag. Let me pull up that trios. Oh, tag. it's going to be glorious. Um, the article then the Observer also Observer uh, F4W online, I should say, also talks about how uh, he it was believed he signed a three year deal in June 2021. 
So you can either say relatively soon is any any month now, or you could say relatively soon is June 2024. I'm going to say out on time. Which exactly. It's presumably June 2024 is when his contract's over, unless they add, I don't remember how many months he was gone, but I guess forever. We don't really know, <laughs> we don't really know in AEW. <laughs> if uh, brother was gone forever. Uh, and yes, he has a match next week uh, in CMLL. Mystico, Atlantis Jr., and Star Jr., two people, Mystico and Atlantis Jr., popping up in that match that we talked about last week, uh, versus Andrade El Idolo, Soberano Jr., and Angel De Oro. What do you think about Andrade uh, working CMLL? Do you think this is an indicator of him um, going potentially going back to WWE or his contract coming up soon and returning to WWE? I mean, it's always possible his wife's there, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be a crazy idea, right? Uh, but listen, 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 folks. This is like the best possible way for CMLL to celebrate a banner year for them. They bring back La Sombra. And not only do they bring back La Sombra, they put them one they're not one on one, but they put them against Mystico. Whew. Mm-hmm. That that is that's right there, folks, is why CMLL deserves your attention. Nothing more, nothing less. Oh, but if you want more attention, also on that show is a rematch between Rocky Romero and Mascara Dorada. An he MLW rematch? I shut up. No, it's CMLL rematch from earlier this year. How dare you? <laughs> um, this this show looks incredible based on those two matches alone because it's gonna be worth your money. Those two matches alone. Uh, I can't wait to see Andrade back in CMLL. I I love Andrade. I think he's excellent, and I think him and Mystico are going to just do incredible work in there. Um, I am going to say that this show has all the momentum for the Friday night shows. 100% out of the shows that you got to buy one way or the other to see. Okay, I'm taking this over Final Battle, folks. Just saying. Yeah, uh, Lucha Blog is going to have a, a, a field day of explaining to people how to purchase this show. Um, uh, yeah, have fun with that. But um, I will say that had Ring of Honor went differently and, you know, had care and uh, anything more than what it is outside sure. of Athena, outside of Athena, Th- Athena's stuff has had care. One thing out of, you know, 50 things. Congratulations. Um, I feel like Andrade could have easily been on the show once upon a time. But, you know, you, you know, here's the thing. Ring of Honor doesn't have care. I saw those ticket sales. They got to they toss poor Brian Danielson on there to try to boost them. That poor guy. This guy, when AEW needs someone to save the day, it's no one else. It's always Brian Danielson. For some reason, the elite can never just come in and save the day. I don't know why. I'm not blaming the elite. It just happens to be that way. I mean, I will say another person that always saves the day is Moxley. He's also in that match. Yeah, it's just those two. Oh, oh, you guys need a match? Oh, you need someone to fill in? Oh, okay. Here you go. Them every time. And I just, uh, I mean, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about them. I'm complaining about the situation. Uh, but I can't wait for Andrade back at CMLL. I, I think that's, however long it lasts, I'm going to enjoy it. Him versus yeah. Mystico is going to move mountains. Just say, like, oh, my God. Can you imagine the playing to the crowd 
for 25 <laughs> minutes. Five stars. Five stars already thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, speaking on the idea of Andrade potentially going back to WWE, I mean, like we said, his contract seemingly is up in the middle of summer. If he got extended, then that relatively soon becomes way longer. Um, I think. I think the more... Unlike the Okada smoke to fire, if I had to give an analogy, I think it's just sort of like a mirror maze of like distraction here. I, I think it's like, yeah, he's wants to, he obviously wants to work CMLL before his contract runs up. He, whether or not he goes to the WWE, who knows? Um, but we also don't, don't forget is like, you know, AEW and CMLL have a working partnership now. Uh, so probably part of that partnership is, getting some uh some AEW talent in Arena Mexico and guess what La Sombra is the guy that's returning first which makes sense um so yeah i think that you know at the very least this could last for the next 6 months we get Andrade and CMLL he can work off all those guys him and Rocky can maybe get some guys over on AEW television um and we uh, yeah Andrade's yeah. the man so Anything that involves Andrade, I'm all for. He's get, he's gotten better and better and better since coming back. I think this run has been yeah. like Andrade that we want to see. You know, this like been a really I, good consistent run. For him. Yeah, it helps that he's not like ginormous anymore. I mean, he's still huge. Don't get me wrong. But when he when he first came back, he was huge. I, I would I would say it's not necessarily that he's not ginormous anymore. It's that he's figured out how to work his weight. That now. that too. That too. Maybe I think he's just a slight slightly smaller. I'm probably wrong. It's fine. Uh either way, I love Andrade. I think he's been doing great work in the Continental Classic and now following up by returning to CMLL. That's exciting. And he's going to have a collision match the day after. He has to. We're running out of time. He's one behind. He has the least matches. I like that they caught up Danielson, and now Andrade and Brody King are behind. And I was like, what? What happened? What happened? It doesn't make sense. I think Brody – yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Brody King's now behind, too. God, what are we doing? (laughs) Are we talking about the Continental Classic on this show? I believe we are, right? So I'm not going to say anything yet. All right. Um, So, yeah, pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But we got comments. We got comments. Andrade yeah. is the best car- Yes, oh. Far says Andrade is the best carny. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Damn right he is. He's up there. He's uh I mean, he probably understands that his I've, uh deal's coming up and he's trying to start the conversation. I think it was, um, working Rob, Rob Viper. Is it Rob mm-hmm. Viper? Yeah, yeah. That made us great the red ones. How he was like talking about he was a it was like what everyone calls Rouge. And he's like, yeah. no, that's actually Andrade. And I was like, yeah, that's that's that was a good one. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's completely accurate. Uh, uh, Roosh is trying to live up to that uh, Andrade uh, lifestyle. Would would you say they're probably apart because they're probably apart because Andrade wanted to go back to CMLL? Um, I don't know. I mean, Roosh was injured for so long, and Andrade was around, so they kind of just wanted probably wanted to use him. You it know? felt like they were alluding it to to it. Remember though, when Andrade came back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that they have it. Yeah, sorry. I'm... Um, wait, I'm gonna remember her name. CJ Perry. There we go. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised that they haven't uh interacted them in any capacity. Yeah, um, like it's yeah, just like we've just forgotten that Andrade. Yeah! 
the leader of LFI. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what that is, but um, Roosh. It is I like it just is. saying that every time he comes up. Roosh. All right, whatever. What, big big Roosh heads over here. Um, <laughs> more free agency conversation. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo from Impact Wrestling. It was reported from Fightful Select that Perrazzo will become a free agent on yeah, January 1st. As per the report, no deal with Impact has been reached. And one of the reasons is because Perrazzo is looking to explore options with other promotions. Her last day of the promotion is this weekend's Impact Wrestling Final Resolution taping in Canada. So, Deanna Perrazzo seemingly uh, not making the jump to TNA. Uh, unless <laughs> It doesn't seem like she's going to try to make that jump to TNA. Um, where do you think... <laughs> an interesting conversation that we haven't had really in a while. And the world has sort of changed pro wrestling. Where do we want? Where would we like to see Diana Perrazzo pop up uh, next in wrestling? I don't yeah. know, because <laughs> because like I really like Diana. I think she's great. Like I really yeah. do. I think she's Same. great. I think she's the number two best women's free agent now. Yeah, um, yeah. Mercedes Monet is still a free agent. So until we decide what that is. Until we figure out what's also happening with Julia, then uh, then Deanna... Julia, she's not, Julia's not a free agent though. Okay, not, Julia's not, not a free agent. Deanna is. I'm not saying she is. I'm not saying she is. I'm saying when we figure out whatever yeah, down the line, we'll like I don't know what's best for Deanna because for me it always was, oh, she would be a perfect person to get pushed in AEW as a top women's wrestler, mm-hmm. but you know that was about like two years ago or a year ago or something. Yeah. I don't know. Do I want her to come in and then not wrestle? That's a serious question. Do I want her to do that? No, I don't think I do. Yeah. Um, I still think that's the best place for her, I guess, between yeah, that and WWE, mm-hmm. because I just like she's done the WWE thing. I think she well, would be well, under. I would argue she hasn't done the WWE. Well, thing. she hasn't, but she has. Like she knows the experience. <laughs> she was there for years, and they barely used her. Like. The, the best case scenario for her, at least for the next year, if she went to WWE, would be ch- teaming with Chelsea Green. Yeah. And I don't know. I think she's better than that. No offense. But I think I she is. I um, I if, if I'm Tony Khan, which, again, Tony Khan in women's wrestling isn't always the uh, perfect combination. No, 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 no. no he, remember, he's an ECW ring of honor new japan fans so i'm i'm shocked that women's wrestling isn't at the forefront um i think she's someone that could come in and maybe replace athena on ring of honor while doing I, some AEW. i was 100 percent going to bring that up uh i don't know if aew the women's division right now is the perfect spot for diana perrazzo she's good on the collision show because the collision show you know that's like the chris statlander mercedes martinez willow nightingale yeah, universe. That, that's probably true. Which um, I like. So I think I think if we're in theory bumping Athena up right post final battle, if that's the yeah, if I had to read the tea leaves of what's happening on if everyone's talking about, then bringing in Diana as the mm. follow up to that uh, mm. and taking over the, sort of the women's spot that Athena left, uh, I think is honestly a good move. Obviously, she was a former Ring of Honor Women's Champion. She is yeah. obviously, as Far points out in the chat, she's main evented a dynamite before by defending, or it's not defending, losing the Ring of Honor Women's title to Mercedes. She Martin. was defending the title. You were not wrong. 
She, <laughs> oh yes, unsuccessfully defending the Ring yeah. of Honor Women's Title on Dynamite. So she presumably has some sort of not necessarily working relationship, but has worked with Tony Khan <laughs> and and these producers before. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I think a Ring of Honor, uh, AW, like we said, AW's women's division is a little weird right now. Ring of Honor, I think, if we're bumping up Athena, then slotting Deanna Perazzo straight in, she can feud with Billy Starks, and you know she can help that women's division out. I think that's a good hole that she can fill up. Yeah. I have a comment to read. I got this from my friend Zavi, who's watching. <laughs> he said... Oh, you're getting, uh, hold on. you're getting private comments? Yeah, I am. He said, I want to see Glee and Tony Khan go head-to-head in a who cares about women less contest. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, God. I kind of shoot him, by the way. Booked in Glee, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. She's fighting the Inabas, so that's pretty cool. Oh, actually, that is pretty cool. Um, that, That's interesting. Um, yeah, is she teaming with? Uh, they're the Fukuda who doesn't like to wrestle. Perfect. She thinks she's, she's, she thinks she's an MMA wrestler, but can't want to shoot fight. So great, know. perfect. Um, she's, she's good when the you know they do like an actual pro wrestling match, mm-hmm. which she never does. So never mind. Perfect. Uh, Deanna Prazo. Uh, yeah, I think Ring of Honor is a good spot. I mean, is there any chance she goes well, AW overall? Yeah, I think she's better than just Ring of Honor. Um, she should be someone that they use on both, truthfully. Like I like I said, put her in that collision realm and then uh Ring of Honor as well. Um, yeah. Uh maybe she gets a Julia match beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, that's well that uh, Julia Hart, you mean? Uh no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. I think that would be good too. Um uh, it what percent chance of her going to WWE? Uh, I would say maybe AEW Ring of Honor is a higher percent chance, so maybe I would do like 60-40. That's probably where I'm sitting. I think WWE um, is a yeah. chance. I think it's as high as that. Yeah, I think they certainly have a shot. I wouldn't rule. I never would rule WWE out. Um, depend Depends how much uh, Chelsea tells her that she's liked it since being back. That's pretty much how I read it. That's a fair. I think that's a fair read. Chelsea's been a champion pretty much the entire time she's been back. Not mm-hmm. a champion that does much, but a champion nonetheless. In her defense, it's a tag team champion with her partners constantly getting injured. So maybe that's Deanna, true. Maybe Deanna doesn't want to go to WWE. Maybe Deanna sees and be like, "Wait a minute, this is my chance to get a belt." <laughs> Great point. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with her. Uh, the final bit of news that we wanted to talk about as well uh, was WWE house shows. Right, we got that news that came out this week um wwe oh yeah we do oh sorry not wwe's but endeavors if i'm not mistaken though tko chief operating officer mark shapiro uh had like sort of a talkback thing uh where he talked about wwe and ufc and all their you know their future of the financing or how they operate as a company or whatever and he mentioned one thing that struck out for a lot of people uh at monday's ubs media conference this is from the observer f4w online uh mark shapiro said while house shows uh are good for the brand building an audience and bringing the brand to c and d counties um from a margin perspective they're dilutive great word there uh basically there's probably an opportunity as we go through our synergies and efficiency yada 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 to cut back on some of these non-televised events events which of course will push our margin up 
So we had that sort of conversation of W might be cutting back on the house show market, especially in the C and D countries, or not countries, counties. Um, uh, WrestleNomics ran a report saying this uh, for 2023, uh, WWE only ran 23 house shows in the C or D counties. So not a big cutback, but uh, 23 house shows um is you know it's a it's a number it's a number there if they cut back even more into the a's and b's then you know we'll see from there but what do you think uh do you think that's a good idea for wwe to cut back on house shows do you think it's a bad idea i think there's pros and cons to both what do you think scotty overall i think uh it's like 25 26 shows that they're cutting Mm -hmm. which is unnoticeable if you didn't know I think. Yeah, let me look up to see how many house shows they've done this year, real quickly. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think it's fine. Um, you just don't want to get rid of all of them because I think for wrestlers, they enjoy those house shows, right? Like, and I always say this to AEW, like, I think <laughs> wrestlers want to wrestle in front of people. That is That is the entire job. That is the entire thing. And I think that's part of the job for them. And and then, you know, you and me talked about, will that affect contracts down the line? I don't think it will affect the contracts of a Cody Rhodes or someone like that realm, but it could the undercard, right? The undercard that gets on those shows, you know, maybe they pay them a little less money because one, they're not going to use them on, they barely use them on TV, let alone using them on house shows i think that's the only possibility there um they're probably losing money on these shows which is why they're getting rid of it so it makes sense business-wise for wwe endeavor tko whichever of the three um realms of conversation you'd like to discuss um so i think it's overall it's probably going to be more of a plus for them than anything else i don't i don't think we'll get to a point where it affects this company all too bad um because uh, assuming it has nothing to do with like nxt right like the the uh, florida loop that they do yeah yeah so i assume as long as it doesn't include that because i think that florida loop is very important for them as far as just noted i didn't see that um nxt cops can learn to work at the a diverse crowd gaining reps rather than always wrestling in front of the same 300 people on Tuesdays. Yeah, that's true. That too. That's why I like the loop. That's why I like the house shows. I think it does them a lot of good. It's why you and me talk about like development and how, you know, I know people will like to have this fight all the time, about AEW versus WWE development and stuff like that. It's really hard for wrestlers in AEW to develop because they don't have, these shows just to try new things and work and not every wrestler is taking indie bookings right not every lower card wrestler is taking indie bookings so i think these house shows are huge for wwe and they always have been i'm going through cage matches um uh, database real quick to see how many house shows they've done Uh, they have a total of they've done a total of uh, 154 house shows so far this year with 13 more slated. Um, if I had to subtract, how many? 154 with 13 more. Oh slated. my god! Yeah, they if do they a lot. Ch- count 20. If they cut 26 from that, will I notice? No. 
Um, well, if I cut, uh, basically, what I'm the cuts I'm making right now is all right. I got 167 minus 13 because you know they're not they haven't done them yet. Uh, but it'll be guess it'll be 167 total. Uh, so I'm working 154 minus uh, minus uh, 28 minus 23. That is subtracting all of the NXT house shows mm-hmm. because I'm not entirely sure if those count as CD yeah, no, or whatever. Um, and then just because the cage match database doesn't really help me out here, uh, it has the house shows, but it also has all the pay-per-views in here. So I got to mm. just quickly go through and subtract the pay-per-views. I think this is one, two, three, four, five, six pay-per-views. So I am at, if I have my math correctly, 91, uh, main roster house shows. Um, and if you subtract, what do we say? 23 from that? I don't know. What's 23 divided by 91? That's about a quarter of the house shows. Fun little napkin math for everybody. So basically, if we're not talking NXT, I don't really know what they consider the CD counties. I have to look at the, I clicked off the WrestleDomus thing. Um, but, uh, you know, let's say for at least the main market of the main roster, uh, we're talking potentially cutting a quarter of the house shows out of the out of the WWE tour schedule. I think it's interesting because, like we said, we've always talked about how AEW should be running more house shows. I think there's an opportunity for AEW to maybe squeeze themselves into these markets. Um, they might not be big money markets or anything. It might be a money loss, but the reason WWE has been doing them for so long, and despite being a loss leader continue to do it i mean part of it is because it's a loss leader the whole idea is you're going to spend your money you're going to lose money on these house shows but it's an opportunity for your wrestles to wrestle in front of a different diverse crowd uh uh not just you know on dynamite or whatnot or rampage or collision but also it's an opportunity uh for you to almost build up the surrounding fan base uh, of let's say in Atlanta, Georgia, as an example, the surrounding fan base of Atlanta, Georgia, that when you run Atlanta, those yeah. people will know your brand and come to State Farm Arena and try to sure. sell the show. Um, I hope also- none of these uh, events are in Canada because I need AEW to stop going there for a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, I mean woo. that's that's the other thing is I'm sure some of these households. I didn't even look at the actual cities, but yeah, I mean some of these. Corpus Christi, also... give up on Corpus Christi? I think they did long ago. But oh yeah. my god, this used to be the worst crowds ever when I used to watch Raw. Yeah, there's also an interesting thing of I, I assume there's something interesting because I, I I'm interested to be to see how the money shakes out. You know, if you're cutting, you know, wrestlers getting paid for house shows, right? Uh, obviously, they have guaranteed contracts or whatnot. But there's this idea of like, okay, if we're going to cut out a quarter of these house shows, if you're working 25 less dates, Mm -hmm. um, uh, how does that affect paycheck? I don't think it's going to paycheck for a lot of the higher up. I don't think it's going to affect Cody Rhodes at all. Not at all. But, you know, you're, I don't know. I don't know why, but Dragon Lee was the first one came to my head. He doesn't need the reps, but uh, he's low on the total. Have even wrestled on a house show yet? Um, he, I have no idea. Um, I don't think he has. I think he wrestles on every other show. For your, for your, uh, I don't know, Akira Tozawa is wrestling on a house show, probably. Shout out to Akira um, For those people that are, are are lower on the totem pole, that you know, that is 
they're not really wrestling on Raw or SmackDown. That's the reps they're getting. That's basically the most of the paychecks that they're getting here at this point. How does that affect them? Uh, I'm intrigued because, you know, if I'm re-upping a contract and I just cut 20 dates out of your contract, um, is WWE going to react with, we're going to give you the same rate as before or even increase your rate as before with Probably. less dates? I'll, um, I'll tell you why. Go ahead. A- AEW exists. So, yeah. And that's a great point. One of the big things about AEW is that they have less dates and they can offer big time money with less dates. Now, yep. WWE might have an opportunity where they can offer big time money with less dates. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be an interesting one. Um, Far also points out there's also the merch aspect of all of this is you now have um, it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, they sell merch at all these shows. How does losing 25 events and house shows, how does that affect merch sales? You know, how does that affect everything from there? Um, you know, like we said, all of these sort of things are lost leaders. They're not making a whole lot of money. Uh, but this idea of, well, they're making some money. Uh, now that money is going to be going away, too, in the merchandise. Um, so it's an interesting one. I don't know. I mean, they're obviously thinking about it. Um, I think it's a prime opportunity, like I said, for AEW to squeeze themselves into it. Whether or not they do that. I mean, they did, what, four house shows this year and then called it a day? So we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, maybe, maybe TNA is going to take over those, those house show tours. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen with them? Speaking of TNA, let's talk about their pay-per-view from last night. Scotty, did you watch Impact Final Resolution? We didn't, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but did you watch no, Impact Final Resolution? It. How, how was I going to watch it? <laughs> I, I don't know by watching it. <laughs> you think I was going to buy it? You're nuts. Darn. Well, we're not going to talk about Impact Final Resolution. <laughs> That's why did you watch it? No, I couldn't. I know you didn't watch it. That's why I said there's no chance I'm watching this. I I'm not. I, I wanted to see one match from that show. One. Did and you watch that one match? Here, here. I'll give you my. I'll give you the final impact show things that you need to know right now. Okay. okay. Uh, Giselle Shaw. A, a watch a watchless review of Giselle impact Shaw. Show. Giselle Shaw attacked uh, Deanna Perrazzo in Deanna Perrazzo's final date with the company. Okay. You're right. You listen to me. Yeah, uh, they're doing the Rascals and ABC for the nineteenth time. So is that is that does that spike your tea? Is that uh does that get you all jolly inside? I don't know. I was trying to make it Christmas and I just couldn't get there. Spike spike your tea feels almost like uh, offensive against Southerners. Trent Seven signed with TNA. Does that excite you, Ryan? That Rev Pro relationship working strong. I literally wrote to you when that happened. I was like, "Well, TNA's bad. It's back. All right, this stinks." Um, I that so that match was supposed to be Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel, and somehow it became Mike Bailey and Trent Seven versus the Rascals. Yeah. The Rascals, who, mind you, lost despite attacking the tag team champions, I'm pretty sure. Maybe they didn't. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> maybe I am Maybe I saw a different clip. Does that excite you? The first signing of TNA that's appeared on TV is Trent Seven. <sighs> Does that make you all holly jolly inside? You know, you hear these reports about Kazuchika Okada, Will Ospreay, and then the result is Trent Seven. I'm happy you say Kazuchika Okada. They announced Kazuchika Okada's return match to TNA. Mm-hmm. 
He's wrestling Moose. I got, right. I got close. I got you close. You did. You did. You said, well, he's going to team with uh, Motor City Machine Guns. You just didn't say he was going to team against people that no one wants to see. He's going to team against Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Brian Myers. <laughs> I feel so bad for Brian Myers because like, he's fully reached the status of, well, I know who's taking the pin here. <laughs> here here's the one discussion point I'll give you here, okay? There is a possibility that Moose is Impact World Champion at this time. Sorry, TNA World Champion at this time. That's all I can give you. That's the only level of excitement. Am I going to watch the match? Of course I'm going to watch the match because I'm a freak. But I'm but still, <coughs> I'm dying over here. Take, the, take, take the wheel. <laughs> He's dying. Yeah, that's... um. Yeah, that's not great. And I, I didn't think about Moose being the TNA World Champion. And then I remembered during the pandemic, him bringing back the TNA World title. Um, and obviously, it, like when Omega got it, and he has an extra belt and all that stuff. I forgot that he took that from Moose. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, Moose could easily just bring that back again. Or Former something. fake yeah. TNA World Champion, Moose. Yeah. Um, I was like, the, oh, the, wait yeah. A minute. <laughs> Time. The, yeah. far, far says AEW is losing 60% to 70% of merch sales. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I've never who I've reported that. Far, let me know who reported that, please. Um, I was asked that. I was looking, I was I looking up the line to see if I can find anything, but I haven't seen that report. Anymore. So, is that like just CM Punk's merch sales? <laughs> <laughs> well, he says he says over the last two years that would be with Punk. That doesn't make yeah. Sense. Oh, well, I mean, if it meant now. I, I don't know. Maybe I misread it. Anyways, back to Impact. Uh, the main event went 28 minutes. Yeah, baby. That's still, that's still 12 minutes shorter than the World Tag League final between Bishamon and the Gorillas of Destiny featuring ELP. And I about- will put money on one of those being better than the other and it being the Impact one. If I'm not mistaken, that's also uh, 12 minutes lower than uh, 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 Jacob Fatu versus... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about, Far. Yeah, um, I think Sean said that well, uh, he never reported that. I think you're right. So I don't think that... I think it's something that maybe someone made up sales-wise. Yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling around on Twitter and, and Google and stuff looking for yeah. anything. And I, I remember seeing a tweet from Sean that said he was kind of angry that people were doing that and running with it. So Okay, that's good to hear <laughs> you're well that folks is your final impact review well i apologize for not watching but i had a migraine and i fully thought impact was on tuesday this week and you were partying yeah i had a migraine in the morning and then i went to a friend's giving party thing that night see here's the problem with the impact show we can usually watch it if it's on friday but switching it to saturday nah was not happening because yeah. just I'm not gonna say what. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to actual uh, stuff that we did watch. Um, well, well, actually, I guess the rest is reviews and previews. What do you want to talk about? AW. Let's do AW Continental Classic. Let's talk about that. I watched that. Yeah, I know for a fact you watched that. Uh, I am. I haven't wa- watched Dynamite or Collision this week op- for obvious reasons because I didn't watch it last night, and I don't know why I watched, didn't watch Dynamite. What is the oh. obvious reason for Dynamite? I think the obvious reason for dynamite is I'm I'm in my uh, migraine neck pain phase again. So like staring at a screen, I just couldn't do it. Um, I'm in that phase again. That's why I'm wearing glasses on the video screen. I never what wear freakazoid. Are you? 
I'm, I'm the freakazoid that uh, can't look at screens too long before his eyes hurt. We have an hour and 10 minutes to go. Shit. We're rolling <laughs> into this. AW Continental Classic. This is a cl- this is a classic yeah. radio where like we come in with the professionalism. We got a bunch of shows and it just like devolves into chaos over here. Uh, and I My think bad. I think that's what people want. I honestly, I think that's what people want. Here. That's what the people want. They want to hear me talk about World Tag League. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What else do they want to hear you talk about, Scotty? Um, uh, in, in next final resolution. Final, yeah. final battle. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Okada. <laughs> Mid. Hey. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> AEW Continental Classic. Uh, we're in the thick of it here. Um, we have as, thick of it. as of press time, which I believe is literally to last night's collision. Um, we have in the blue league Andrade, Brody King, Brian Danielson at six points, with Andrade and Brody King one match down compared to everybody else. Uh a Kingston and Claudio Pesignoli at three points. Dana Garcia at zero points, effectively eliminated from the competition. Do you watch Rampage? Uh, did I watch Rampage? No, I haven't watched Rampage. I didn't watch I, AEW at all. I time. figured you didn't watch Rampage if you don't watch the other two, but you know what? It was worth asking. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm super, like I said, I'm I'm in a, my, my, I've been having migraines and stuff, so watching stuff is really hard for me right now. So what uh, do you do? You just like sit there I, in misery? Yeah, well, I take I take medication, which makes it better, and then I sit in the dark room with a cold ice pack on my face for about four to six hours until it passes. Um, That's awful. Yeah, it's bad. And that I'll might get, be the definition of misery. I was going to record something for the Patreon uh, yesterday, and I had to cancel 30 minutes before we started because I started getting visual auras. Which effectively oh. made me it made it impossible for me to read or see anything. Oh, that's and bad. I like, and I was like, "Well, I'm getting a migraine," and then I had to go sit in a dark room for six hours. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun stuff. I'm in that. I remember. I'm in that period. Remember last? It was like two years ago or something where I was having a migraine on the show. It's because I started yeah. having that visual aura where I was like, "Uh oh, I'm having a migraine." I have You're to gonna just start doing shows with your eyes closed. It's fine. That's yeah. That's why I'm wearing for the, the love of the game, baby. The love of the game. AW Continental Classic. I talked about the Blue League. Any thoughts? Are you surprised by the ranking so far? Uh, are you surprised by Daniel Garcia going out this quick? Uh, what do you What yeah. do you think about the Blue League so far? You You want to hear my thoughts on the Blue League? The Blue League is carrying the Continental Classic. The Blue League has been the pinnacle of the Continental Classic. Um, not the pinnacle faction. That was bad. Um, this is good. This is good. Uh, I think the Continental Classic is has officially lived up to the expectations, and a lot of it comes via the Blue League. Um, I feel like every match is at least good, if not great, if not fantastic. Um, of course, I'm going to sing the praises of Brian Danielson now. So uh, you know, you just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Uh, Brian Danielson is the best wrestler in the world right now. There is no one that hits at the levels that he does on the basis that he does. It is match in and match out that you are getting a fantastic performance worth remembering, worth noting, worth putting in your match guide. You know, whatever whatever you do to rate great matches, he is doing it right now. 
week in and week out. Hell, he did it twice this week. Technically back-to-back days, just not the actual days that the shows aired. But he did them back-to-back days. He had this nasty, nasty match with Andrade El Idolo on Collision. He had this great storytelling match with Daniel Garcia. And then, folks, and only then, does he cut these incredible promos that they release. He cut this Cactus Jack-like promo that I was just like, what is happening? Why is this? You know what? I don't care. This is phenomenal. There is no one better right now than the american dragon brian danielson and i'm gonna say it right now ryan i'm gonna i'm gonna get bold he's gonna take over my wrestler of the year guide by the end of this because here's the thing he has presumably he uh the tag the trios match he has that for sure he has two more tournament matches i'm gonna guess he makes the semifinal, so that's gonna be three more matches then he's probably gonna have a pay-per-view match so that's Four more matches to keep climbing, to keep climbing. And when I make my official wrestler of the year uh, list, I, I, I do look at, I do do like some math and look at like how many matches they've had and, you know, hit rate. Ain't nobody better than the man Brian Daniels. Ain't no one better. He has Brody King left and he has Claudio Castagnoli left. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That, that's that's what it's all about, baby. That's what the content of the classics all about. Everyone else has been good too in in the in the league, but mm-hmm. it's been the Brian Danielson show. He is running away with MVP of the tournament. I think Eddie Kingston's right behind him. I think Mark Briscoe has been great too. Um, but man, he is the story of it. And yeah. now we can talk about the other league, I guess. Uh, well, I just wanted to say, speaking on that, Brian Nielsen, I'll, I'll take that clip and make that that part two of our Fez Flair Award discussion from last week where we were like, Brian Nielsen should be in it. And since we had that conversation, apparently had two great matches, right? If he was, yes, if he wasn't injured at all this year, he'd be running away with it. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I think like he is putting in, he is every moment he is maximizing his minutes. Uh, on yeah. why he is the wrestler. That's the my kind. That's my kind of wrestler. Maximize your minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not about how long you go. It's just about how. Never mind. Well, let's say that to Haruki Goto. Um. Oh my God. That's freaking <laughs> forty. Not about how long you go. Uh. Uh. Yeah. And I. You know. And Far says that his work hasn't quite hit that next level for Far, and that's fair. You know that some people I think are different. Um we've enjoyed his work this year. We, we talked about last week that there was a lot of stuff that we could think about. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that uh, far is also pointed out is that Brian Nelson's promo work has far exceeded everybody else's in a tournament where, you know, I thought maybe like Eddie, Eddie Kingston's done a good job, but he's doing something different. You know, uh, Jay White is, is doing a good job, but he's doing something different. Uh, Moxley is fine. He's just being like a tired old grump. Uh, which is also oh. fine. Everybody's doing something different. Brian Dennison is the only guy that like is coming in here and be like, I'm going to destroy. It feels like, well, Roosh a little bit too. Uh, but everyone is coming in here like being like, I'm going to come in here and, and destroy you. Uh, and Brian Dennison is really on the guy. He's really wrecking shop when it comes to promos. Um, uh, he's, he's, real, he's really good. Uh, 
Oh, okay. Far clarifies climate. Uh, clarified his comment. Brian's work is the best. I meant to say everyone else has not hit the level like Brian. Ah, okay. There's the. There's the I was like, that makes more sense. I was like, far. I thought you. I I, I did my best to defend you, far, and then uh, and then the rug was pulled out from underneath me. Um, Good. Yeah. That, that was perfect, far. Do that again. Keep pulling uh, out no, the rug from Ryan. It's been Blue League, like we said. Um, well, I guess Hold. Or I'll, on the goal, I'll right? t- kind of tie in. I actually don't know. Do we know? Did they announce what the next Blue League matches are yet? I don't uh, think so. Okay, because I know they announced the Gold League matches. We have winter. They usually announce that until Dynamite, anyways. Um, but yeah, Danielson has Danielson has King and Castagnoli left. Andrade has Kingston, King, Castagnoli, Kingston has Andrade and Garcia. Um, do you think there's a late stage run here? Eddie Kingston won spoilers on Collision. Uh, do you think there's a late stage run with Kingston getting? Two more wins against Andrade and Garcia. Hell yeah, he's running the table, baby. Mm-hmm. So that would bring if he wins the next three matches, that brings him to nine. Danielson will have to win one more to. I, I think guess, Danielson beats Brody. Yeah, Danielson beats Brody. Garcia beats Brody. Or Andrade, I guess. Andrade could beat him too. But well, Andrade if, Dan- if Danielson gets one win, he, you know. He he wins. He beats Kingston. Because uh, because then well, it would no, be... it's there's a semifinal. Oh, there is semifinals. Oh, I hate I hate semifinals when it comes. See, to I don't it. means I get an extra match. I, I that's fair in terms of content enjoying. That's fair. But when the it comes best to, P1 matches were the when semifinals. It comes to figuring out like semifinal, okay, who's going to be this? Oh, it doesn't matter. There's a second place person. The second place. Well, yeah, person it's weird in a tournament like this because there's not that many people. Yeah. You know, like the G the G one was even weirder though if you really sit down and think about it. But mm-hmm. whatever. But Gold yeah. League. Gold League. Gold League has at nine points John Moxley, Moxley and Swerve Strickland. Six Aren't points Jay White. Roosh at three points. What are you what three points? What are we doing? Uh Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe, both at zero points, effectively eliminated from the tournament. Thoughts on Gold Yeah. League? Um it's been pretty good. Uh, definitely the weaker of the two. John Moxley's been good. Roosh has been good. Mark Briscoe's been good. Swerve's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay White's been pretty underwhelming, I think. Yeah. Uh, that, first, feels... they had that first night that was overall over- underwhelming for everybody, too. Yeah, right. right. Um, Jay Lethal's been Jay Lethal. So, uh, as expected. Um. I think Mark Briscoe's been the MVP of that block so far. Yeah. And he hasn't I won a single so. match. Because <laughs> he's wrestled Moxley, Strickland, and Roosh. Those are all. Yeah, he had a tough start. He had a tough start. And he's mm-hmm. probably going to lose to Jay as well. But I'd, he'd be a good spoiler for White. I know White's already lost, but uh, Moxley and Swerve face each other this week. One of them will get the leg up. It seems like Swerve's just going to get screwed by Hangman one way or the other in the end of this. Um, so we'll see. Well, yeah, I'm 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 interested to see how that plays out because they have that whole thing of if you get involved, then I think the punishment was being fired. I don't think it was fined. I think it was being fired, uh, if I recall correctly. Um, so what if you just put like a video on the screen. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess you could do that, right? Like you're not it, you can't He's have anyone. Ringside. Yeah, you can't have anyone ringside. So the, I don't know. <laughs> the way you do it, the way you fix it, get around it is do a full-on WWE trope of play, playing Adam Page's music in the entrance. and just This is pro wrestling, baby. We can do whatever we want. 
that might be true. Uh, I agree. I think Mark Briscoe has been really good. Moxley and Swerve have also been good. They just uh, that first night with Swerve and Lethal was kind of boring, and the Moxley one. Uh, Moxley, who was Moxley against? Was Moxley against Roosh? No, was it Mark Briscoe? Yeah, Mark Briscoe. That was the best That's match good. of the night. Uh, yeah. But Mark Briscoe has been very consistent with it all. Uh, Moxley's been Moxley's telling the story, uh, which is fine. Um, and then yeah, I think we'll get our best gold league match this week. So Jay White has been, like you said, I think I agree with being a little underwhelming. Roosh, I think Roosh have been great too. Uh, Briscoe has always been good. Um, and then yeah, lethal is lethal. Uh, next week on this upcoming Wednesday night, winter is coming, baby. Winter is fact coming. Yeah, as we transition to a preview for winter's coming, we have the three classic. A continental classic gold league matches john moxley versus swerve strickland roosh versus jay lethal and jay white versus mark briscoe uh we also as have well as. as well as yes and we have on the docket riho making her return against ruby soho um hangman adam page versus a, a wheelchair list roderick strong um we'll hear from samoa joe we'll hear from kenny omega and chris jericho and the von eric family no, not Zach Efron. No, not Jeremy Allen White, but the actual Von Eric family are ret- making their Dallas return here at Winter's Coming. What do you think about that lineup we have coming up? I think the handling of K Omega is egregious, but besides that, um, it's a pretty good lineup. It's a lot of uh, work rate. That's essentially what the lineup is. Uh, do you? Th- I like the lineup as a good dynamite. But I think this lineup sucks as a winter is coming. Well, here's the thing, Ryan. Pretty oh. much everything sucks with MJF. Yeah, is MJF wrong? supposed to be defending the title, but he's hurt. MJF is not even wrestling. Yeah, you're right. MJF's not even wrestling. Remember at one point we were like, oh, they yeah. He tears yeah. rotator cuff or something. I don't know what he. And know. they got out of the match last week by having him get hit by the devil mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's just like, let's keep pushing it off. Um, the history my... of winter is coming is the main event or the first one was a Moxley versus Omega. Second one was MJF versus Dante Martin. And then the third one was MJF Darks. The MJF versus well, Dante Martin one was a dynamite diamond ring. Not all right. So this is this, this one's better than that. Yeah. Well, look, I can look at that card, the 2021 card. I, I was doing it. I got it. Oh, the, oh, but <laughs> my apologies. The main event of that show was the Dynamite Diamond Ring, MJF versus Dante Martin. That show was the one-hour time limit draw of Adam Page versus Brian Danielson to open the show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, this will be the first Winter's Coming with no world title defense, seemingly. Uh, yeah. Do you know, you know what the devil reminds me of? That Well, we're on the AEW topic. Sure. Reminds me of Retribution. Reminds you of Retribution? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Boring, useless, lame, <laughs> going nowhere, <laughs> going nowhere. Spinning the, wheels. The, the the reveal is not going to be as satisfying <laughs> as I, maybe it would have been when it first happened. Whenever I, whenever Retribution we do, was never going to be good though. So whenever we do storylines like this in pro wrestling, of like, oh, a mystery person under a mask. I always you think back it. to that story <laughs> of Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, versus the higher power of like them uh, trying yeah. to figure out who the hell are we going to put after after we've yeah. done all of this time and put so, off through all yeah. of this stuff 
who is like the uh black scorpion from wcw have you ever read about that oh yeah oh yeah how they had this guy and then they just didn't have a guy to actually face thing it's exactly the same thing and it's like yeah. i think AEW has the person but yeah. man does it feel like they don't <laughs> yeah the, the higher power gimmick was fully this end of that story is literally just like yeah uh i don't know anybody who at all could this be and they were like it has to be vince mcmahon there's nobody else that can be and everyone was like well all right we have to bring vince mcmahon back into it full-blown heel um and yes i did realize uh far that they stopped advertising mjf um they don't have them on any of their match cards for the new year but that's part of the contract thing i'm guessing you know the um, contract that he very much has signed <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. The this this devil storyline, like we said, it's spinning wheels. Now you have your world champion. Everyone involved in it is basically injured or fake injured with Roderick Strong. Um, so everyone involved in it is it, it's just spinning wheels. It's taking up TV time that isn't quite working. And this TV, I mean, right now, I mean, I'm okay with these three Continental Classic Gold League matches. I, you know, I'm fine with it. Roger they have Strong, the match of the Gold League at least on it. With yeah, Sarah and Mox. Oh. I agree, and they're they're hyping that up at least. Uh, Adam Page, Roderick Strong. I think that's gonna be good. I think it's you know obviously it's just sort of tainted by the whole Roderick Strong stuff. Well, if Roddy just wrestles, it'll be great. Yeah, I agree, and I, and I don't see any reason why he won't wrestle here. It is just sort of like what a stupid upset. conversation. I hope he wrestles. I hope he wrestles on this television. We've show. lost the plot. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, Riho's return. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Ruby so has hasn't been that good as of oh late. Oh my god, listening speaking of Riho. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the Observer this week. Observer mm-hmm. as Radio. That's one does. And Brian and 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 Dave were talking about how Riho comes back. He's like <laughs> and they're like the annual six month return of Riho, where she gets a title <laughs> shot and disappears. And Meltzer could not for the life of him figure out why she keeps disappearing. He's like, she's the most over wrestler every time she shows up. What is yeah. happening? And she's good. And I was like, I don't know. If you don't know, who do you who the hell knows? You know, it's like no one knows what is going on with Riho. I don't get it. I'm never gonna get it. And the worst part is, you know what the worst part is, Ryan? That's what What's the worst that? part is. What it's is just the worst to part? Lose the timeless Tony Storm. <sighs> but yeah, winter's coming should be good. Um, I don't have I was trying to look up how the tickets were for the past couple winters comings. Winters is comings. Um probably so- good. I, all I have is capacity attendance. I don't have the actual ticket number here on cage match. Uh, right now, according to WrestleTix, AEW Dynamite Winters coming out of College Park Center in Arlington, Texas, uh, has only distributed 2,500 tickets. Um, <clears throat> this co- update is as of December 7th. Um, I, I mean, again, I don't have the tickets sales for the past two years of Winters coming, but at least cage match has a capacity of 6,400 and then fifty one hundred. I'd put uh, money. <laughs> I'd put cash on the Danielson Hangman match having more people in the building. I'd put cash. Oh, not on the ha- not on the uh, first one though, because the first one was uh, during COVID. So yeah, the know, first like, one I was like, ah, never mind. Uh, okay. Oh, maybe I found it. Uh, from because WrestleTicks existed last year. Uh, according <laughs> to WrestleTicks, uh, uh. 4,285 ticket, tickets have been really reportedly been issued um, for 
Winter's Coming last year. So last year it was 4,285. This year it's 2,531 so far. So far. That's the key part. So far. How's uh that's what about doing as we break into that preview soon? I'll follow that. My my wait, ad- did I get to talk about gold league? Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, yeah, we kind of t- talked about it a little bit. Um I I haven't seen an update on Final Battle in a while. Uh, at least post the Danielson announcement. So I'm I'm going off to scroll back a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I mean, two th- two thousand less people at your uh, dynamite taping is, you know, not good. <laughs> not, Aren't they in Texas good. too? They are in Texas. They're yeah, a they're in Ar- Arlington, Texas. Clearly you would think it would be a hot spot. It's previously it. been hot spots for AEW, but um. I don't know. Something about this this couple of recent months has not been as hot for AEW. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what it is. I could give you a few ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, WrestleTix, at least uh, what I'm looking at, they haven't updated um, since December 8th, which was... Uh, December 8th is two days ago. That was, Yeah, that was actually... the I believe that was the day they added the... FTR Mark Briscoe versus BCC match. Uh, so on December 8th, it was a thousand tickets sold, 1,056 distributed. Happy they got over the number. <laughs> the current Congratulations. Setup, current setup for 3,700. Um, let's take that info and ease straight into. Final battle. <laughs> Man. That's real bad, dude. A thousand people. Let me look at the tickets for uh, Final Battle 2022. Thousand people. That's. Rio doesn't go to shows they have no creative for. Ah, so it's AEW's fault. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Far. I appreciate that. I will happily blame them. How do you not have creative for Rio? You have a TBS title that would have made sense for her like this whole time. Uh, according to this Rio. website, at TJRWrestling.net, they wrote that last year, uh, the 2022 edition of Final Battle drew a crowd of 2,700. Hey, you know, you know what happened a year ago thousand. today? What's you that? happened a year ago today? What's FTR versus the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Final Battle. And a year later, a thousand less titles people. don't even exist. We left them on MJF and Adam Cole. Why? Adam Cole's not coming back anytime soon. And this is what we're doing? This is what we're doing. A year ago, these titles were like the best titles going. The Briscoes won them in one of the best matches of the year. And now... And now they're just a way for MJF to wrestle twice and create a convoluted story on every pay-per-view. Shameful. Let's get to final battle. Ring of Honor final battle. Um, main event, of course. Well, no, sorry. Not the main event. This is, I don't know, opener or something. Fight without honor. FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, and Mark Briscoe. Hold on. That's a fight without honor? That is a fight with honor. That is what Cage Match has it listed as versus Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson, Claudio Casagnoli, and John Moxley. I also just want to point out here: it was very funny that they announced this match and challenge made the challenge 
while Wheeler Yuta was standing next to Brian Danielson. That was awesome. That was <laughs> didn't, so make, good. didn't make it. Didn't make the cut. Sorry, bud. <laughs> they were, they were like, <laughs> you know the uh, meme that's like Anakin and uh, Padme is like, I, you, you know, you're going to do this, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone edited it. You're gonna, I'm going to be in the, uh, the Ring of oh, Honor match, right? Right. right? Hopefully he just defends against Hook or something on the show since that's, you know, makes sense, I guess. Um, I did not know this was a fight without honor. Yeah, that's what Cage... I'll double-check my sources there. But that's it is. Cage it is. I'm looking at the graphic. It says fight without honor in the smallest of letters, but it does say it. Chef's kiss. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Things have just got... I just thought this was a regular trios match. Oh, boy. These, th- these six three these six are gonna kill each other and i'm gonna love every second of it they're gonna destroy one another in the love of the man the myth the legend he's not a myth uh jay briscoe this is this is gonna be very sad it's gonna be very great it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be ah what a tribute match huh yeah no this is really good (laughs) i'm (laughs) really excited about that this is good as it gets yeah this is also the first time we're getting the top bcc Mm-hmm. All trio. three of them, right? I don't think they've ever hasn't been the three of them triosing. And meanwhile, the trios belts in both of these companies are on Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony and the Acclaimed. I fully forgot where the Acclaimed were uh, recently, and I was like, "What happened to the Acclaimed? Did they just disappear?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the devil." Um, yeah, no, Ring of Honor <laughs> fight without battle, fight without honor. Uh, I very excited about this. It should, if it lives up to last year's expectations, uh, which has kind of been the, I feel like kind of the bar set here. I think this should kick ass. You talked about how Brian Jason has like four matches and this is one of them. Uh, holy crap. I'm in, I'm into it. You got Moxley in there too. Claudio's in there. Mark Briscoe is going to be insane as well. And you know, FTR is willing to bleed. Um, this, I think this this match, this card, at the end of the day, unless maybe you're following along with Ring of Honor every single week, I think is really maybe a two-match card. I think for a normal AEW fan, maybe it might just be a one-match card. Um, unless you're Again, unless you were following Ring of Honor every week. Um, this this match is like, all right, I'll, I'll boot up the old Ring of Honor. The Honor I'll, Club. I'll boot up the old Honor Club. And uh, check out this match. This match should be very, very good. Ah, uh, very. Good. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. It it doesn't get much better. Um, you know what does get better is a second bit that I had planned for this exact moment, Scotty. Are you ready? What? what? Oh, oh, sorry. Can you say that one more time? What? The Ring of Honor roster page has been finally updated. I've been tracking this thing since TK bought it whatever a year ago, two years ago. The roster page has finally been updated. Uh, Can you believe it, Scotty? What? We have new additions on the roster page. Billy Starks. We have Charlie Bravo. Sure. We have. I don't think his name is Charlie. I think it's Carly. <laughs> I thought it's Carly too. They listed Charlie. <laughs> Did they change it? What? <laughs> Did they change? Really? <laughs> change the guy's name? <laughs> it's Carly Bravo from Atlanta, Georgia. 
According to the cage match, he's Carly. According to a, uh, I would have to look at the actual like honor uh, honor club. They might have changed it on television and no one noticed. <laughs> but uh, according to the roster page, Charlie Bravo. <laughs> oh my God! It does say Charlie. That's insane. also on the roster page. I, I think officially Eddie Kingston. I don't think he was on it before. Ethan Page is on here. Layla Hirsch, uh, Marina Shafir. Um, who else? Sean Dean. And that's it. That's all the new additions. Hey, I think at least they, people, I think right? They just dropped Chris Jericho and FTR. FTR, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that might have been it. <laughs> Is it shocking that MJF and Adam Cole are on here? Nope. Yeah. Is Wheeler Yuta on here? Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Shibata's not on here. That's interesting. Well, Shibata's not even in the, the company right now. So Yes, but you, you get my point. Uh, Shibata was the yeah, but champion. I have to play devil's advocate. You always play devil's advocate with me. I have to play devil's advocate with you. Well, the fun part about this is let's go also through the Final Battles uh, pay-per-view and figure out who is on the roster and who's not. So, of course, Fight Without Honor, Cash Wheeler, Dex Harwood, Mark Briscoe versus Brian Danielson, Claudia Casagoli, and John Moxley. That is just Mark Mark Briscoe, the only Ring of Honor roster member. Oh, sorry, Claudio is a Ring of Honor roster member. My you know apologies. what they should do on this show? What's that? Put Kanosuke Takeshita on it. You know why? Because they don't put him on any other show. Remember he beat Kenny Omega twice. Um, sorry, I, twice. I I know I know you want to complain about Kanosuke Takeshita, but I think it's more important that we talk I about the card. About, I want to complain about a lot of things. I know it's very. I think it's important for us to talk about the card right now, Scotty. So I really just want to focus on that. I don't want to do it complaining about anything else because the card really deserves its um, its praise and it's it really deserves its its the time in the sun. Right? That that's our jobs here is to talk about its time in the sun. Next match, I quit match. Tony Nese versus Ethan Page. Scotty, thoughts? Why? Ethan Why? Page, of course, a roster member. Tony Nese is not. How did this become? Why? <laughs> Why is <laughs> this? A... Who asked for this? <laughs> and I... I quit. I quit. Like I do. I'm done. See you later, guys. I'm done. Who cares? Who cares? I think no, that's no, like... you know what this is. This is like the this is the fight without honor match between uh, uh, Dutch and uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the the guy in uh, Dark Order. No one Dark gives a shit. At least these two might good. have a decent match. Yeah, that ended up being pretty good. Yeah, but like, I quit matches are bad as is. If I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, you are mistaken. Boom roasted. Tony Nice has done like a death match in the past. Like he's trained a death match wrestler before. That's so maybe great, could, man. Maybe they can come in and do some uh, death match spots. Well, you know, um, Ethan Page was in the North, so maybe they can do some North spots too. I don't know. I feel like I know nothing about Ethan Page. <laughs> Well, you want? I saw you tweet out that he had a good uh, match on Collision this past Saturday. Yeah, with who? <laughs> Can't say it. I believe his name is Kenny Omega. Do yeah, what a-, a what a what an accomplishment! You know who could have a good match with Kenny Omega? Everyone. Mm-hmm. It got well, it gives not. people jobs. Maybe not. Maybe not everyone. But yeah. oh yeah, that's true. Shout uh, out to Alan Angels. 
Uh huh. Uh, next up on the card, uh, Shane Taylor versus Keith Lee. Long awaited match here. Uh, just want to point out also, uh, neither of them are Ring of Honor roster members, according to I was told that Shane Taylor had an absolute one liner in the uh, the video package that they shared. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me see if I can find it. It was it was nasty. Uh, you can talk about the match though while I look for it. Well, I mean, <clears throat> this was an interesting match that would have been more interesting, obviously, last year. Um, or whenever they did that tag match. It's been months. Keith Lee has just been like nothing uh for a long while. Shane Taylor has been in Ring of Honor. He's done stuff in Ring of Honor, but um you, you know, know it's Ethan Page was part of the new age the the new nation of domination. Sorry, the new nation of domination, Ethan Page. Yeah, this is a huh? It's a, it's a it's a long story. He was a big rock fan. Him and Ricochet were teaming in a tag tournament, and by the end of the night, the new nation of domination was dead. Uh anyways. Ah, well, so it's more of an irony thing, probably. Yeah, uh, I at least pray to God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, here's what Shane Taylor said. If you ain't going to try no more, you should have let that disease kill you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gee. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my God. I think this match might be really good. I think it will be. Like, that's the thing. I think this show has a good chance of being really good. That's what Ariana does, baby. Maybe great. <laughs> if, if we have two. Give you low expectations and over delivers. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the show's gonna be good. I think this match is gonna be over, uh, very good. It's just, you know, we had this conversation about weirdly enough, all in, where it was like, I'm sure this show's gonna be great, but it's come together so haphazardly, so last second that it's hard to feel excited about any of this. Well, here's the problem: it doesn't have the Ring of Honor World Champion because that belt's being defended in a tournament. Um, they don't have the tag champions because as far said um tk slapped those belts on mgf because of how hot and cold were in in july i don't know if it was the last to ever to sell ring of honor but that would be even funnier um mm-hmm. and look at this we there's an roh pay-per-view finally and he's not on it um so that sucks yeah, and I know he's hurt too, but that, like, that's my point. Why even keep the title on him? There's no Ring of Honor television champion. Yeah, let's get to that match next. The vacant uh, Ring of Honor World TV title will be up for grabs in a Survival yeah. of the Fittest six-way <laughs> elimination match. I don't believe Survival of the Fittest has any other different gimmick rules. I believe it's just basically yeah. an elimination match. Um, but in this match we have uh five of the six competitors i believe we'll get the six one uh on this upcoming episode of ring of honor actually it might have been uh i'm looking and there's not a single match that makes me think it was yeah i was gonna say i was like there might be a taped match but um from i know because collision it was taped already so i don't know we'll find out i guess um (laughs) i don't know how we're gonna do that but so far five of the six competitors according to cage match are Dalton Castle, Kyle Fletcher, Lee Moriarty, Commander, and Lee Johnson with the sixth person yet to be named. And again, looking at this roster page, only Dalton Castle is a Ring of Honor roster member uh, in this match. So far, one of the five competitors. 
I like the young guy with getting a shot and Dalton Castle. <laughs> you know, I do too. I think this is a fine spot. Uh, this is where Ring of Honor should be, by the way, with the Moriarty's and Lee Johnson's and Kyle Fletcher's of the world. Commander as well. Commander, yeah. Yeah. Dalton Castle, like you said, I think he sticks out a little bit too much like a sore thumb here. Um, I I would love love for this match to be six young dudes. I've never been... <laughs> no offense to 37-year-old Dalton Castle. I've never been a Dalton Castle guy. So one, sue me. Two, uh, him being in this just like... Ah, doesn't work for me. I would have done all six young guys chance for any of them to really have a shot so i'll be extra upset if he wins mm-hmm. i'd love uh, to see like lee moriarty win lee moriarty has been so underutilized man like he's one of those guys that i wish didn't sign because he would be tearing it up like on the indies he probably would have went to japan by now yeah and instead he's you know popping up once in a while on the indies and you gotta watch ring of honor to see him yeah, they he had a good early AEW run. They put him in with the firm, and then I don't know why. I don't know who the firm was wrestling against. Or Do you remember that sick match though that he was in? Yeah, Matt Seidel and 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 uh, Lee Moriarty versus Leo Rush and Dante Martin. I can't tell you how many times I remember that match and how amped I get about what could have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, uh, the firm was also set up to be very interesting, and then it sort of collapsed due to. CM Punk MJF stuff. Uh, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, CM Punk is having a good time in WWE now. I don't know what he did to you. <laughs> Punching's bad. We all know this. <laughs> Punching's bad. Um, yeah. Uh, so that you know, he, he sort of fell apart there, and then he's just been floundering ever since. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. CM Punk really Moriarty. <laughs> um. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't want to give all the hate to Dalton Castle. I like him. I think Dalton Castle Lee Moriarty would be an interesting matchup here. Kyle Flesher Commander will be a very interesting matchup, I think. Lee Johnson's there. Uh, I, I think it's going to be an interesting match nonetheless. Uh, again, it's just sort of like, you know, who cares a little bit. That's the, that's the whole energy I have going into this. Pre-game. That's the spirit. Uh, be a good match, I, but who cares? If I had to remove that energy for one match, other than Fight Without Honor, it would probably be the Ring of Honor Women's World Title match between two Ring of Honor roster members. That's right. The only match where 100% of the participants are Ring of Honor roster members are two people, especially one person, that has been carrying Ring of Honor for the past year. And that is, I believe, if if I'm not mistaken, the main event of the show, Athena versus Billy Starks. I'm pretty hyped for this. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be the best match of Billy Starks' career. I mm-hmm. think if this is the end for Athena, then what a run it was. Um, I, I followed along when they post the videos on the socials. I follow along their story. They've told it really well. Mm-hmm. I think um, this is the match you should be invested in. If you're looking for Ring of Honor TV to in- make you invested, and I'm happy they're main eventing. That's number. That's main event number two for Athena. Deserved, I would say. Um, and yeah, I think this is going to be a really well told story with Billy being the underdog, being the babyface, trying to take down the unbeatable Athena. I, it writes itself, really. I think. Uh, I think this should rock. 
And if there's anything to take away from Ring of Honor, it's that the women's division led by Athena has been very solid. Yeah. Um, I'm very intrigued to see how this match goes. I think it should be very good. Um, Athena, like you said, has ruled um, uh, all year. She had that match of Yuka Sakazaki at Supercard of Honor. She had a fantastic match of Willow Nightingale at uh, the other show. What's the other show called? Definitely for Dishonor. Thank you. And I don't think there's any reason for her not to have a great match here again with Billy Stress. I do know that she's coming into it with... Broken nose, right? Yeah, broken nose. So that might hurt it a little bit, but I think that you know has wear that thick mask that people yeah, wear. Yeah. yeah, if Pac can do it, she can certainly do it. Um, and yeah, I think this is a good time. Uh, if we are, as we all believe, coordinating Billy Starks here, um, like you said, or like we talked about a little bit with Diana Diana Perazzo earlier in the show. Uh, if we're coordinating Billy Starks, I think this is a good match to do so. But there's obviously, if we're moving Athena up to the main roster, quote unquote, um, then down for the women's division, but sure, yeah, um, then that will be a big hole to need to be. She filled. should beat Tony Storm tomorrow if that's what they do. Like they shouldn't even wait. I know, like the whole story is between Tony Storm and Mariah May. Listen, listen, just give Athena one of the top belt, like one of the belts, please. I fear that they'll have Athena feud with Tony Storm and they'll do sort of like a werewolf in London gimmick because uh, Athena was like kind of like a werewolf person, Ember Moon uh, in WWE and uh, Tony Storm is British um, and an old timey movie star. So werewolf in London, maybe that could be the gimmick there. Um, Tony Storm is British. (laughs) Old timey movie star in British. She Um, is British. Yeah, I mean, sure is. I don't want to take any. We have a lot of obviously issues with this match, but or, or, or AEW surrounding, but this match should honestly be very good. I don't think there's any reason for it to not hold up and not. I up. really uh, like. You know, obviously wants to put over Billy Starks huge, so it, I it, really like Billy Starks. Like, I think Billy, Billy is very interesting because like she went to Japan last year for TJPW for like two or three matches. She Was came back. Year? End of last year or something? Like yeah, that? yeah. She faced uh, Yuka for the title. She yeah. came back a lot better. Um, and then she's got a lot of opportunities since then. And she's like someone that benefited from not only doing indies anymore. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because she still does a lot of indies, which is good because she gets to work on her craft and stuff. But she benefited from getting to go on a Ring of Honor and kind of learn the ropes there. And then she gets paired with Athena. I think she's great. I think she's the future of women's wrestling here in the America. Okay. Um, Ooh, bold claim. In every way. Bold and, claim. Yeah, I mean, I think she's great. I think everyone sees her as being She's 19 years old now, and she's about to potentially become ring of honor women's world champion um i think that's huge for her would you like to know how many matches billy starks has had so far this year i would love to take a guess take a guess a hundred uh more 150 uh, less 135 less 125 a little less 119 all right, I don't know why you thought I was going to get the exact number, but yeah, whatever. That's why, that's why I gave up. But 119 matches. That's a lot of matches. <laughs> that is a lot of matches. Uh, uh, she's wrestled 
holy shit how many promotions did she wrestle in all of them (laughs) this is why she's improving folks she wrestled on ovw this year apparently um yeah she wrestled wrestled everywhere for a good amount of time gcw ring of honor aew action uh wrestling revolver mlw black label pro look at now (laughs) uh tokyo joshi pro defy uh new japan's on there but that's just mlw Um, ovw uh west coast pro uh (laughs) the list goes on and on she's had more matches Uh, last year she had more matches but it was 131 but still this year 119 she got hurt for a little bit this year yeah she'll definitely fill up a little bit more there yeah she's improved a lot these past years two years have been a lot of improvement for her um and i think this is this might be the time to coordinate her is is there any percent chance that Athena gets the win and Billy Starks loses? Is there any reason, yeah. story wise, to have Athena get the win here? Yeah, because Willow should have beat her. <laughs> Fair argument. Fair Will, Willow Nightingale and the handling of her after beating Mercedes Monet uh-huh. absolutely breaks my brain. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a chance that Billy can lose here. Um, end the year with Dina on top still get, try to get that thousand days at this point you're 80 days away kind of pull the Roman Reigns type thing right like oh we're so close Um, but I'd like to see Billy get the big big win too I think that would be cool and kind of again let's Athena go up in the roster yeah that's the hope at the very least um, they need yeah. her I agree ring they of honor final battle her. This this upcoming Saturday, uh, you can watch it on Honor Club only. Honor Club only, not anywhere else. It's on Honor Club, so I know we will. It's at what we have to fifteen dollars. I think Honor Club is fifteen dollars, right? Not ten dollars. What is it? I have no idea. Is this a ten dollar pay per view? Um, God, Uh, I just I just leached. How do I not? How can I not find out? How is this hard? <laughs> Am I allowed to not? Am I not allowed to say that? I I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't leech. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay, yeah, final battle, ten dollars or something for this show. Um, last before we go, I wanted to talk about for sure. Rev Pro has another big time show for themselves in London, England. Uh, a Rev wow. Pro Uprising. Our, view, our viewer list went from uh up to zero when you said rev pro that's interesting uh, the moment i talk about rev pro no one wants to hear about it but you know rev pro has been i think one of the best if not the best indies of the year um i think it deserves more, way more praise and i don't care if our viewer count dropped because i'm talking about rev pro uh, i care <laughs> to the so, viewers so upsetting to see that so upsetting to see that that, that i care uh, about the viewers yeah i'm sorry uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about this. I think this has some stuff uh, that can be very interesting for a lot of people. Scotty, would you like to know about this card for Rev, Rev Pro Uprising? If I say no, are you still going to say it? Of course. Uh, your yeah, main event. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> main event that I think is going to get mixed feelings for you, Scotty. Rev Pro undisputed British heavyweight title match. Michael Oku defending his title against Zach Gibson. One half of the uh, uh, grizzled young veterans coming in back to Rev Pro. 
interesting response. <laughs> I can't stand Michael. Cool. Uh, I'm going to watch it, though. Yeah. Zach Gibson's real good. I really like Zach Gibson. He sure uh, is. He's going to hit that Shaley Gates. Uh-huh. And I'm going to uh-huh. be sitting there. I'm like, yeah, tap out. Tap out, Oku. Tap out. And this is a live minute, stream of it. And this is that minute 34. <laughs> <laughs> Minute uh, 34 in the match. Tap out, you bastard. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Zach Gibson wins. I really do, Mostly too. For my interest. Me, too. Uh, I, I would love to see Zach Gibson get the win here. Uh, Rev Pro undisputed British cruiserweight title match. Connor Mills versus Leon Slater. Of course, let's not forget, TNA signed Leon Slater. Uh, so will he win here? Most people have forgotten. Yeah, most people have forgotten. Will he win here? I don't know. TNA is coming up around the corner. Uh, but at the very least, Connor Mills versus Leon Slater. I mean, this is, uh, you know, two young guys going to come out and probably kill it. Connor Mills has done a really good year. Leon Slater has really popped off even more this year. I don't see any reason why this match shouldn't be a fun wrestling showcase. If they were smart, they mm-hmm. would capitalize on the excitement of Leon Slater. I agree. I think you belt up Leon Slater, especially Mostly going because I don't TNA. know who Connor Mills is. Yeah, uh, you could you could belt up Leon Slater and pop off going into TNA uh, and be like, oh yeah, he's our champion. So uh, people might watch. I think it'd be smart, and I think Leon Slater's good. So I agree. Win-win. Only nineteen years old, by the way. Fun fact. God damn these young these young kids. I'm over here having of, migraines, and uh, this guy is what we're talking about Billy Starks and mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Leon Slater and uh, I think I talked about Azumi earlier. Mm-hmm. These people are twenty-one and not younger, folks. Again, meanwhile, I'm over here having four migraines over the course of three weeks. <laughs> I'm falling apart. Uh, next up, Rev Pro undisputed British women's title match: Alex Windsor versus Danny Luna. Uh, Is that the one from Impact? Uh, Danny Luna. Danny Luna. Yeah. Uh, I don't With, know. Um, the two guys that I can't think of. Uh, Flash yeah. Morgan Webster and Andrews. And Mark Andrews. Yes. I don't actually know if they're signed. According to Cage Match, their promotion is listed as Impact Wrestling. I don't actually know if they're signed or not. But well, uh, wait. Oh, Swerve Impact Roster Page. <laughs> I swerved you on that one. <laughs> She's on here. Yeah, there we go. Impact Wrestling's Danny Luna. Sorry, TNA Wrestling's Danny Luna uh, yeah, well, challenging people, huh? uh, Alex Windsor. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that should be good as well. That was a great bit right there. That was a solid bit. Uh, again, a match I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. Volador Jr. Yeah! Woo! He's missing, he's missing Andrade's Return to CML for this damn match. Versus Trent Seven. <laughs> He's oh. everywhere. He's everywhere. Impacts. TNA Zone. Three TNA guys back to back, by the way. Uh, TNA Zone. Uh, Trent Seven. Thoughts? Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Do you remember how bad that Tread 7 um, Michael, Michael Oakum match was? It just went on forever. 
<laughs> you know how bad that was? Well, here's the thing. This is going to be better because Volador Jr. is so much better than Michael Oku. Um, but my God, really? You bring in Volador Jr. and you put him against Trent Seven? Those, those, they're, they're going to match up. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's Volador Jr., but ah, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, man. Uh, yeah. I'm a, sad. A little bit of a disappointment. Let's, let's see if we can turn it A little bit. Here. Let's see. A little bit. The Great British Tag League Finals. Um, uh, we have the team of, I, huh? I believe we, we have the team of Ricky Knight Jr. and Anthony Agogo. What? <laughs> uh, facing whoever wins, uh, today's match of Sunshine Machine greedy souls or subculture um so that will be the lineup for the finals of the great british anthony and coco yeah he popped up here he worked the uh, great british tag league and i think I feel he won pretty much all tempted to watch it oh Just i'm because of anthony and gogo i know I you're agree. gonna watch it you watch I full agree. shows i understand uh you know, i will watch it because are we reviewing this next week i assume uh assuming we can watch it live and rev pro doesn't have weird <laughs> weird uh stuff happening with them uh yeah ideally for me at least i'll be watching it live at least i'm gonna try to anthony gogo time out time out uh-huh. anthony gogo right yeah one yeah, I'm just about to get to this go ahead what he only had one match <laughs> he won a Great British Tag League Block A match by himself against Lycos Jim. Yeah. He wasn't in a single other tournament match before this. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm double checking that because uh uh you know it's cage match, they don't necessarily have everything up all the time. No, they have everything. With Rev Pro, they have everything. Oh, perfect. <laughs> then uh, there we go. They literally have everything. I'm looking right now. <laughs> what? I think we're losing our mind. This show. Oh, it was the Knights. Ricky Knight Jr. and Zach Knight. Yes, that's what it was. And then Zach Knight had to step out, and Anthony Gogo <laughs> took the spot. I think he got by himself. <laughs> Apparently, because I, I think Ricky Knight Jr. also might have gotten injured. What is, what is this company? I don't know. This is the, this the company you're trying to fly the flag for? You're going, bro, look at this! And they have Anthony Gogo winning tournament matches by himself? <laughs> well, okay, can I turn it around for you a little bit? Can I attempt to turn no, things around? No, because I know what's next. Will Ospreay versus Gabe Kidd. Ugh, did you see that promo? Which the 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 bruv off? Yeah, the bruv off. So I'm telling I, you right I now. I saw it. I didn't hear it. I don't know. There was like a droning noise that went off in my ear that I couldn't really. So, so I'm telling words. you this now. I didn't watch it. You know why? Because I don't like listening to Gabe Kid talk. Let alone talk for two straight minutes on an Instagram live video. But what I did see was Osprey absolutely losing his shit by spinning in his chair. I, was, I thought that was very <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. The Brovoff of 2020. The Brovoff. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. I mean, this match should be good. This match should be good. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Maybe, probably, perhaps. I have no idea. 
Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, uh, his partner will be making an appearance? Alex Coughlin. Do you think David Finley will be making an appearance to shuck off Will Osprey out of New Japan, out of Rev Pro? Are you trying to make this worse? I'm trying. To, I'm trying to do some sort of preview over here. Is what I'm trying. To That's do. not a preview. You're you're throwing the war dogs at me. That's just trying to upset me. Uh, I, you know, I, These are not my dogs for real. Match will be. I'm sure the match will be good. I will give you that. Um, based off of every match we've talked about so far, this this maybe gonna be the best. Maybe probably. this should be a good show. I got three more. Got three more matches for you. Oh my god! Okay, Zach Saber Zach Saber Jr. versus JJ Gale. Someone that's been uh, trying to He's get a match technical with guy, right? Uh, JJ Gale. Yeah. I know who Zack Sabre Jr. is. Thank you. <laughs> he is also that technical guy. To be uh, fair. <laughs> uh, he is. He is a technical wrestler. He's not Jordan Brakes, who is like the pale. Oh, that was the one I was thinking of. Um, he is not that, but he is a guy that uh, has been trying to get a match with Zack Sabre Jr. since before the 11th anniversary show, where that mm. match at the 11th anniversary show with JJ Gale versus Kose Fujita. Oh Gale, yeah, that's the DJ Gale had to beat Fujita to get a match with Zack Saber Jr. That happened in August. The match is finally happening here at That's uh, the worst rated match on August. from the anniversary show. Great. Yeah, I mean it was fine, you know. <laughs> it wasn't anything special. Hardcore country. Don't do this for me. Don't do this to me. Uh but yeah. I think this match should be good because I think, in my opinion, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, has has been one of the best wrestlers of the year in 2020. Our country. We got a street fight. How Luke Jacobs? I'm getting to him. I'm getting to him. I'm getting to him. Street fight. Robbie X versus Spike Trevay. If you said Dudley, I was gonna pop so hard. (laughs) You did not say Dudley, so I'm not not. as excited. Who is who? Who's who's Spike wrestling? He is uh, he is wrestling Robbie X in a street fight. They've been feuding. Spike Trevay basically is the progress world champion. He came into Rev Pro. I forget when, which show it was. Came in the Rev Pro and sort of Robbie X has been fighting him off. And now we have a street fight here. Robbie X versus Spike Trevay. Uh, sorry. Um, sure. Yeah, should be fine. And the last match for the preview uh, before we get out of here. Luke Jacobs versus Tomohiro Ishii. A oh, rematch. Man. A rematch from the 11th anniversary show, the best match of that show. Well, that was not the best match of that show for me, but sure. Um, That's not for me. That match rules. That match is the Ryan, the Ryan Classic right there. That is the Ryan Classic, so I'm not at all shocked that that was your favorite match. Um, it was very close to being my favorite match. Actually, I don't remember. Whatever. That's, that's besides the point. Um, this should be great. Yeah, not just pick up where they left off. I just hope uh, I can hear it. <laughs> you know, some some people might think that's a shot at uh, Rev Pro, and it is. Mm-hmm. So definitely take it at that because it is a shot at their production. Um, I, I'm I'm learning that you were like basing this match this this preview off of Cage Match. Uh huh. There's a very good chance Osprey main events 
it could be his last rev pro show yeah i agree i think it's very good well i mean i think it's a good chance it i know if he's going to a if he's going to aew he's probably going to continue trying to work rev pro um not yeah. if he is we, yeah. we saw him sign <laughs> you, you, no sorry yes he is going to aew i imagine he is going to try to continue working rev pro as part of his deal i do not know he at least can still work new japan so that's uh, true um, no it's still lo- making me lose my mind the anthony gogo thing like that is so of all the things of all the things i said that one but was- like just think about it he wasn't in the tournament the whole time he walks in beats two guys by himself and now he's in the final of a tag league mm-hmm. do you think this tag league was better than world tag league uh, I hope the final ain't 40 minutes. Do you th- which do you think was watched more? I mean, gotta be World Tag League, right? I will put everything on it being World Tag League. Um, but yeah, I, I think the show, I'm very intrigued about the show. Again, you can watch it uh on Rev Pro's uh on demand. Revprodemand.com is where you can watch it. It is happening this Saturday. Uh, I would highly recommend watching the uh, show live because who knows how long it's going to take to be uploaded after the fact. I'm definitely going to forget to watch live. Yes, it has happening. I had it in front of me. Uh, bell time is 5.30 p.m. GMT. So 12.30. So 12.30 noonish here, right? Um, so check out that show. I, I like I said, change I think their name. What's that? They should change their name. RevPro should change the name. Why? To BrevPro. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all night. All right. But it's. Acknowledge me. Damn right. I think BrevPro would be hilarious. <laughs> Will Osprey, I've given you a t shirt idea, by the way. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Like I said, uh, I think Rev Pro has been one of the best indies of the year. Uh, so go check out. This is the only show we're reviewing next week. Uh, let's look at let's look at my uh, little calendar here. Uh, it's the only show we preview besides Winter is Coming. So. Well, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Final Battle. Oh, we have so many pre over so many reviews next week. By the way, everyone, before we forget, is our our second to last show of the year because we will not be recording on Christmas Eve weekend. Yeah, no. Well, I haven't heard any updates. It's either a second to last show or, or our third to last show. I have not heard any updates about uh It's uh, our last Okay, let me rephrase. Second Next to last live our show. last yes, last mm-hmm. second to last live show. So uh if you're enjoying what you're hearing and you like listening live, I'm sorry. We will not be doing that on Christmas Eve. But, we'll be doing it on New Year's Eve, though. <laughs> that is true. But if you always want to listen to us live, head over to YouTube. I believe it's youtube.com slash pod is actually what it is. Um, and if always, if you're not, if you miss the live show, listen to us on any podcast app that is available to you. Uh, next, next week, baby. Next week, reviewing Final Battle Uprising. And I don't know if we'll be reviewing Winter's Coming, but we'll see. Previewing. Yeah, world's end. <laughs> everything under the sun, I think. Uh, Star- oh, no, we have the week after, too. Stardom yeah. Dream Queendom. Stardom Dream Queendom 3 and World's End is what we'll be previewing next week. So uh, big time show next week as well. Two reviews, two previews coming at you. Ideally, well, not even ideally. We'll be coming at you live <laughs> next week. Um, Factually. 
factually coming at you live. Um, and then hopefully we'll have a special episode that comes out on the 24th, maybe a little bit later that I don't know, but we'll figure that out. Still haven't figured it out. Uh, and then of course we'll have the live show new year's Eve um, on the 31st. We'll be talking about a bunch of more stuff. <laughs> so we got some jam packed stuff again, always just make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube. So you can make sure that you get the, uh, uh um, notification get the notification that the show is happening shout out to far in the comment shout out to gwyn evans in the comment far wrote you guys help me survive this early morning sunday morning at work so thank you regardless first of all far you're working on sunday morning <laughs> oh working boy. on sunday morning you're welcome everyone you got it work oh that stinks um that's I, life I, baby yeah. i've been there i've been there far trust me i'm happy we could help uh and that's the whole point is uh we're here every just- sunday morning there's no better way to get your week started than Ring Post Radio, baby. Wait a minute, Far, aren't you on the West Coast? <laughs> on the West Coast? Holy shit, what? Uh, oh, that's insane. Uh, we'll get those updates as we go on. But, Scotty, uh, tell us. Give us some plugs. Match of the week. Let's call it up. Ooh, right. ooh, ooh. Let me, let me plug it up. Uh, at Scotty Wrestling on X slash Twitter, if you want to follow me, if you don't already um uh, plugs next this week another episode of stardom road it'll be our final episode of 2023 mm-hmm. that might be a surprise to ryan uh but we will not be releasing one over the final week as we're planned because we want to kick off the year with a special episode so this will be our final episode of the year it will be about jungle kiona mm-hmm. um part two so if you're into that definitely listen i know a lot of people like to listen post our episodes like weeks after so keep listening we have a lot of great episodes up go listen to them it'd be a good Um, time to catch up uh if you if you're behind on stardom road it's a good time to catch up and listen to all the old historical absolutely we're giving you we're giving you uh three weeks to catch up or something Mm -hmm. i don't know the math um let's see what else plugs do i have well star dream queendom's coming up so that means i'm busy if i'm Um, not mistaken there also might be like a special thing in the new year for stardom road maybe oh yeah there's plan for a, a possible video of me and trent for the first time doing stardom road I'm yeah. going to have to make art for that, though. So that's a headache. Well, but, if, you need, if you need help, let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, What else? What else? I think that's it. I think that's it on the plug side of things. Uh, next week, I'll have a lot of plugs because it is the year-end mm-hmm. stuff that we're approaching. Uh, match of the week. There was a lot of great wrestling this week. I kind of already talked about Brian Danielson, Danielson, Brian. Um, oh, you're East Coast far. Okay. I thought I don't know why I thought you were West Coast. I think it's blame blame hard on that one. Um, you made me think you were West Coast. Anyways, okay, that's that's far more reasonable. Hope you hope works okay. Uh, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Anytime you need to uh, get yourself, you know, stop paying attention at work. We're happily here for you. Um, match of the week because I don't want to name a Danielson match. I'm going to go with the All Japan Real World Tag League Final. Between Kento Miyahara and Yume Oyagi versus Katsuhiko Nakajima and Hokuto Omori. Ryan. Yes. I believe I have my tag team of the year. Ooh. And, and that I is... believe it's Kento and Yuma Aoyagi. I think I think I've settled on it being them with a great <laughs> final. Um, I think their consistency has been through the roof. I think that these two 
Plus, they've had a couple Every, singles matches as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that too, with, without a doubt. They actually had one of the, one of the great tag matches. Are they're opposing each other? I realized, yeah, um, from earlier in the year. But ever since they got back together, they've been great, and uh, they've really pushed all Japan to a whole new level of popularity. All Japan's hot right now in Japan. They're yeah. getting good numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that year end show is going to be huge for them. Yeah. I can't wait. So, yeah, um, that is my match of the week. Check it out, mm-hmm. please. I think all Japan's worth checking out. We're talking about it a lot in the new year, baby, because I'm making oh, yeah. Ryan do it. So, oh, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into all we're Japan. We're replacing Noah. That's the beauty of it. That's that's the ultimate beauty of it is we're finally we're dropping Noah. Um, I watched uh, some wrestling matches earlier in the week before my migraine stuff really got before, going. Before you had a neck problem and a migraine. I've, had a neck, I've had a neck problem for the past like two, three weeks. Dude, I'm on like so much Advil. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I've been working a little project. Uh, maybe this was a little tease of it all. Uh, a little, little tease ski, maybe a little bit. Uh, so my match of the week, if you can believe it, uh, is going to be from... Here we go. From New Japan Cup Night 9 in March 21, 2018. Wow. Is, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, with That was Zack Sabre Jr.'s win uh, for the first at time of winning the New Japan Cup. Go Ace. Go Ace. Well, he lost. Uh, so yeah. He lost. Uh, but yeah. So uh, that was a match I watched earlier in the week. week. Uh, it was a great match. Uh, and yeah. And maybe that's a little bit of tease of something that's coming down to patreon.com forward slash pod. That's so true, uh, Far. Sorry. As we get into the new year. All Japan uh, has been the most consistent promotion in Japan this year, which is absurd. Anyways. Yeah. That, yeah they've been really was good. the match good? I don't remember that match at all. It was great. It was a great match. It was it off of, knees. I remember that. Uh I watched the well of course. This was post IC title Tanahashi, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, um, no. IC title was dead by then. Uh IC title died in twenty twenty. Yes, but this is twenty eighteen. I think you said twenty twenty one. No, I said twenty eighteen. Uh, oh, then that was definitely great. Yes, uh, it was. I watched this match back to back with the Tanahashi Zack Sabre Jr. IC title match uh, in September of 2017 at Destruction Hiroshima. Uh, and so this match um, I thought was a little bit, a little bit not as good as that previous one. Part of it being a little bit longer, and you know me, um, but it successfully built off of the IC title match. And built off of it into a great job here with Zack Sabre Jr. getting the win over uh, Tanahashi in his uh, like second main event ever, I think, in uh, in uh, New Japan. Uh, so uh, good spot, good stuff there. Um, plugs. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. Follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling. Follow the whole network at Count Out Pod. Like Scotty said. Uh, Ring Post Radio, you can listen to that wherever you get the podcast. Stardom Road's got a new show out this week. I assume also that Your Just a Def, I believe, also has another episode coming out this week. Um, oh, kind of short. When is their next episode? This should be soon because they will be having, of course, their Wrestle Kingdom preview. And, of course, in the new year, the Wrestle Kingdom review. So, kind of shorts will be all that New Japan 
talk. Um, I am excited about the end of the year as we get into the new year. We got some projects we're working on, like I talked about, on patreon.com forward slash countout pod. Uh, that project I'm working on will be on a $5 tier if you're interested. Uh, I'll probably do the first episode on the $3 tier as well. Um, and we got new stuff coming in the Patreon, and we'll have the year end awards, obviously, uh, announced nominations and whatnot, and voting in the new year uh, because we got to get through uh, the All Japan show first before and World's End and Dream Queendom 3 before we start talking about match of the years, probably. Man. At least I hope I hope we get some uh, match of the year contenders at those three back to back to back pay per views. Hardcore country. I just realized in this moment that those are three back to back to back pay per views that are gonna kick ass. <laughs> oh my just god! Really- twenty twenty nine thirtieth and thirtieth first. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I just realized that. I'm like, oh, oh. no, <laughs> oh, no, no. And we can't even watch Nakajima. Oh, I'm not going to. Nakajima Miyahara before you're recording the 31st. No, probably not. Probably not. But I mean, in a that way that sucks. In a way that sucks. In a way that's also fine, you know, because unless we here. record at 10, we can start at nine. We'll talk about it. You can talk about it. Um, all right. So until next week, we'll be back uh, then. Uh, until then, we'll see everybody. Goodbye. You can take me higher. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Count Out provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips. On the Count Out Patreon, our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch-alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun goof and gag audio, plus shows from some of the podcasters outside interests. It's the best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout.